Hey, I'm Jesse. Welcome to devotion number 365. We have now devotions for every day of the year, but we have even more than that too, because we have not been making devotions for Sundays. That's the way that it works within your curriculum. Uh, but hey, man, if you've been with us for all 365 devotions, congrats and thank you. You let us know uh, because I'd love to be able to send you a link to a free ebook. Thank you for being a part of this. It's exciting to have arrived at a, at a cool milestone. So for Devotion 365, we're in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, beginning in verse 9. I don't want to seem as though I'm trying to terrify you with my letters. For it is said, his letters are weighty and powerful, but his physical presence is weak and his public speaking amounts to nothing. Let such a person consider this. What we are in our letters, when we are absent, we will also be in our actions when we are present. This is the this is the jab, the ad hominem attack that was launched at Paul that he kind of leaned into and he sort of took it and turned it into his own introduction in, in uh, chapter 10, verse one. The second half of verse 10, uh, chapter 10, verse one is this. I who am humble among you in person, but bold toward you in absent. He's taking this criticism and he's leaning into it, kind of mocking it. His detractors have resorted to just a personal attack. This is a logical fallacy, an ad hominem attack. Rather than dealing with the actual issue at hand, you attack the person behind it. Somebody makes a point, and rather than rebutting the point that they make or even conceding to it, you're just like, yeah, well, you're stupid. <laughs> yeah, well, you're fat. An ad hominem attack attacks the person rather than the idea. Christians especially should be very careful of this. this there's, there's no place in the gospel ministry Paul has been victim to an ad hominem attack and he's responding by saying like, look, I'm coming, by the way. The guy that you're saying has no power in his own physical presence is physically coming to Corinth. I'm going to see you. Like it's not gonna work, it's not gonna hold up. So Christians, stay away from this ad hominem attack wherein you bypass the issue at hand and then you just personally insult the guy on the other side of the table. That's consistent with what Paul introduced earlier, remembering that, especially when we're defending the gospel, when we're demolishing arguments against the truth of God, the knowledge of God, that was verse five, it's not actually a neutral discussion between two objective parties. It is a spirit, it's a matter of spiritual warfare. So don't take it personally when you're personally attacked and don't imitate that tactic when you are representing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Even the person who is insulting you personally, the person who resorts to an ad hominem attack against you personally, like Paul, you can point out the, the fallacious nature of such an approach, but you don't resort to that tactic yourself, Christian. An ad hominem attack not only is a failure to actually deal with the issue that's at hand, it adds, an, it, it adds sin on top of it because you've just insulted an image bearer of God. You've just wounded someone. Good luck, by the way, winning the debate after that. This is... Paul's approach, let it be ours as well. Paul did not resort to ad hominem attacks. He instead rose above all of them. He's pointing out the weakness of such an approach, the futility of it, and Paul's sailing to Corinth. So critics, beware, watch out. The ad hominem attacks you've directed at Paul are all about to be proven false. Let the same be said of Christians and how we debate how we defend the Christian faith, how we conduct ourselves online. 
No ad hominem attacks. Strong gospel presence, both in person and in the written word. 